letter to the Romans. It's the 12th chapter, beginning with the first verse. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same functions, so we who are many, are one body in Christ. And individually, we are members one of another. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Friends, grace and peace to you from God, our Creator, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, as we've mentioned, today we celebrate Reformation Weekend, a time where we give thanks to the saints who have gone before us, who helped make our faith possible for today. The Protestant Reformation was a time of reforming the church, re-evaluating doctrine and practices, and that ultimately led us to a form of what we call church today. And last year, we celebrated the 500th anniversary of when our dear brother Martin Luther, our namesake, nailed the 95 theses or arguments onto the church door because Luther wanted to start a conversation on what he felt were the critical points of the Christian faith. But the Reformation is not just a time to remember back in what happened in history but also a reminder of what the Reformation means for our Christian life together today. The Reformation is yet another reminder of God's action in this world and within our lives now. So you know, for the past five weeks, we've been talking about uh, our values and how they shape our lives as a faith community We established a core set of values um, and help us to live out our faith in this world. There are many influences that shape our lives, right? Many things that are constantly trying to shape our lives. I hope that during this time you have been thinking and praying about what are those values and influences in your life. Reformation is a reminder that God is not done with us yet. Not done. God promises that God is making things new. God is reforming us, shaping us and all creation through the saving work of Jesus. But what in the world does this mean for us today? Martin Luther described Christians as this simultaneously saint and sinner, 
At any time, we could be one of those things and right back to the other. Both and approach, it's very a Lutheran understanding of how God sees us. And Luther calls Christians saint and sinner because he redefines or reforms this word saint as forgiven sinner. We're called saints not because we have changed into something different, but because God has changed us, reformed us. Our relationship with God changes as a result of God's grace. Luther said the saints are sinners too, but they are forgiven. So we're both saint and sinner at the same time, and it's really a lot for us to get our head around, to understand that. But these are the foundations of our faith. God has placed these imprints of grace on us long before we were ever even born. Sending Jesus not to condemn the world, but so that the world might be saved. And at that moment... At that moment, grace abounded for all God's children. And it still flows today. Reminders flow through water and bread and wine that we are not perfect people, but we are loved people of God. So if this is the shaping and the forming that we enter into this world with, Where does the reforming take place today? My mind goes to this picture of a potter in clay, starting with this ball of nothing, of clay, and the potter begins working it and throwing it and kneading it and shaping it. But sometimes the shape doesn't take, and the process starts over, working it and shaping it and needing it. Our lives, our faith, our hearts, they are the clay and God is the divine potter shaping us and forming us, continuing to make us new. Whatever dents or scars that the world has left on us, God reforms into something new. Reminding us that God's grace has the power to defeat whatever disappointments or mistakes our sinful selves might regret, simultaneously saint and sinner. Over the last couple of weeks, we three pastors have had the honor to engage in caring conversations with this year's confirmands, 39 young people who will today reaffirm their faith as was confessed at their baptism a spiritual practice that as followers of Jesus, we do each time we come to the font and the table, asking for forgiveness and in return given new life, being made new. These are the gifts of God that shape our lives, our hearts, and our faith. Within these confirmation conversations, I try to remind these young hearts that amidst all of life's overwhelming expectations and situations, and frankly, that doesn't just affect teenagers, it affects all of us, 
to remember that you are loved, to remember your identity as a child of God, to hold on to that through whatever may come, to remember that they are not defined by one moment, one bad decision, one low ACT score, or one great performance. Because all of those moments will fade. They will fade. But what will stand the test of time is God's love. And God's love through Jesus Christ that abounds for all sinners and saints, which is true for all of us as well. You are not defined by what the world might label you, good or bad. As the Apostle Paul tells us today in this reading, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. We live and navigate within this world, yes, but deep within us is this superpower. As I was telling the kids this Halloween, I'm sure there will be lots of little superheroes walking around with their costumes and their capes and their masks. We are somewhat like that as we live and navigate in this world with the many labels that we get attached with. But underneath the mask, under the cape, under the label, is where the real superpower lies. Deep in our being, we are confident that we are loved. That we belong to God. That we are known and loved because of the saving superpower of Jesus Christ. We are first a child of God. Transformed by Jesus Reformed by God's love, a sinner who has been made new into saint, and that trumps the world. So back to my initial question, what does this reformation mean for us today? It means that we are open to God's transformative power We make ourselves available for the Holy Spirit to work within our lives. And it means that we live a life of discipleship. We share this superpower that we have been given. We give it away. And that's not a hard thing to do. As we mentioned earlier in your bulletins, Last week and this week, there's a yellow piece of paper in there that mentions many different ways to experience discipleship here in serving. Giving of your time and talents and resources. Friends, it shapes, it forms our lives. Spending an hour a week as a confirmation mentor or helping to prepare communion like folks have done for us today driving people to church, or greeting visitors, something a whole family could do together. Simple, easy ways to serve and allow the Holy Spirit to work on your heart, 
living out our baptismal promises as we live as sinner and saint together. Paul also mentions in the reading today, for as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ. And individually we are members one of another. We are one. We belong to one body. In theological terms, you belong to me. And I belong to you because we both belong to God. You are my sister and you are my brother and I am yours because God gives us both life and loves us both unconditionally and completely. It's as if God's grace laces our lives in this inextricably together And when I come to know that reality, I can do no other than to try to help you to share that superpower of love, discipleship, wholeness, the being made new, the reforming of our lives is discovered in the giving, not in the receiving or the taking. Abundance in life is found in community, not just being out there all on our own. Discipleship is God's hand reforming our lives. Service changes the lives of those offering ministry. Just ask one of our Sunday or Wednesday school teachers how their faith has grown through their service. Service also changes the lives of those receiving ministry folks who are reconnected to this one body of Christ through home communion ministers. And ultimately, service changes the world. It changes the world we live in as we share with God in the creating and the reforming work that makes all things new. So, child of God, know you are forgiven and you are loved, made new, at the same time sinner yet saint. God has formed and continues to reform you as a disciple of Christ. Are you ready to reform your life? There is much work to do. Can you help? Thanks be to God, and thanks be to God for all of you. Amen.